podcast Dave Meltzer said he's never heard of. My name is John Berkey, and as and my tag team partner with me today is Matt Coker. Matt, how you doing today? Oh, I'm here. It's don't been a you, week. Don't you just hate that slo- that name, that that uh, that slogan. catchphrase? Ding dong, hello. Oh gosh, it's the dumbest thing. <laughs> how did they appro- like? But uh, on, on uh, SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Ding dong, trick or treat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's Why the least intimidating this? thing for a heel to say. But as you their wonder. You wonder who made that up? Was it? Was it her idea? I feel like it was her idea. It almost has to be her idea. Because I don't think I, she's a natural heel, and so I don't think she has that built no, into her character. She doesn't know it. <laughs> but I also love the thought of of like one of the higher ups being like. All right, Bailey, we have a uh, new catchphrase we'd like you to try out tonight. Uh, ding dong, hello. <laughs> it's going to be the next because Stone Cold said so. I yeah, promise. and it's like, well, I, and Bailey was just like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's going to work. It sounds kind of stupid. And they're like, well, we've already printed up 30,000 t-shirts, so <laughs> sure as heck are going to say it. Also, that's such a dumb t-shirt. Yeah. Why would anybody, wrestling fan or not, Buy a shirt that just says "Ding Dong, Hello." It's not a heel T-shirt, you can't, and well, it's not a wrestling T-shirt. <laughs> nobody knows that that's nobody on the planet would think, "Oh, that's a wrestling T-shirt." When they read it, they need to make the <laughs> WWE logo much better, much bigger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, we're we we're happy to be back. Episode two of the Two Words Podcast. Yeah, episode uh, one went well. People seem people seem to like us. We were we were barely available anywhere, and we got uh, near triple digits Man. in listening on that first pilot, which is great for you know, yeah. I mean, and that's all that's all the two words universe out there <laughs> uh, <laughs> catching us exclusively on LTN Radio. And we hope you're listening here on LTN Radio because that's where we're going to be first. That's that's your first where you get the first take of it. Um, in, unless you wanted to listen to the podcast and you wanted to wait, but why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, why would you wait when you could listen on LTN Radio uh, and support LTN Radio and Love Thy Nerd? Like, exactly. It only makes sense. Exactly. But I will say that in our first episode, uh, Matt, we we got to talk about something. What's that? Um, apparently, we, we kind of missed the mark. We're a little off base with our fans. Uh-oh. Uh last continuing on with Bailey, last podcast we kind of we kind of we drug on Bailey and Sasha Banks. Did we? 
I think we did. I, we we were we were just kind of over. We did. We did. Yeah, we were over the Sasha Banks Bailey rivalry. Yes. seeing them do it. Yes. Um, apparently nobody else is though. Nobody really. I mean, why, looking at it on Facebook, people were like, "Oh, Bailey, is, they they do great matches." And I mean, they do. The Hell in a Cell match was, it was probably great. the best one that they've done. A well, recent one, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's good. Yeah. I just. There's, the 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 main thing still though for me is just there's so much other great yeah. female talent that's not being used, and that's the thing is why not spread it out? Why not put Bailey with Shayna Baszler or oh yeah, you know, um, put really anybody with um, the Southern Sassy Belle Lacey Evans? <laughs> it's it's essentially like Sasha and Bailey have their own small women's uh, division division that's just them. And yeah. then all the other women fight separately. And it's crazy that they don't showcase more of that because, like, Lana has been put through a table six times, six times. in the last month. <laughs> six times. People are upset about that, too. People think that she's she, they're, they're trying to make her mad enough to leave. And they, they think they're punishing her for Rusev. Right. And I don't think that's it. I, I, feel, I feel like they're, they're building some sort of underdog thing with her. He doesn't think that either. They did an interview with him, and they were, he was like, no, I think, if anything, it just proves that she's tougher and a, yeah. a better performer than everybody else because she keeps ain't, nobody, ain't nobody else getting put through a table six times. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, we're, all we're saying is let's spread, let's spread the love here. Spread the love. Let's let's get some Let's get some other people. I mean, really, Becky Lynch had to get pregnant for us to take her off TV. For real, yeah. And if it wasn't a hazard, they probably wouldn't have. <laughs> but you know what? I, I I forgive Becky Lynch. I'd I'd keep her on. If the women's division was just ten Becky Lynches, I'd be happy. <laughs> we'll do ten. <laughs> it's Becky Lynch on Becky Lynch on Becky Lynch. Lynch on Lynch on Lynch on Lynch. <laughs> um, uh, we I got a little bit of heat last okay. week too. What heat did you get? Uh, well. So you brought the, up now. I'm the one that made a meme comparing Bianca Belair to a house in Lowe's Lowe's rap, <laughs> and you got heat. No, I got heat because of Dexter Loomis. Okay. Uh, we I, I brought up how he's he's injured and he's gone, and, we're and not he's not him. injured. And he showed up on NXT <laughs> that very week, and we missed it. And so he was there, and then he had the Halloween Havoc match, yeah, which was fantastic, yeah. Oh, and hilarious, yeah, and scary. Putting Cameron Grimes against Dexter <laughs> Loomis is, is is good booking. So that was good actually booking. the first match I've seen with Dexter Loomis. And yeah, I was worried it was all going to be the cinematic thing, but then they came back and kind of had a little bit yeah, of a yeah. real match in the had ring. Some, it was had good. Some good stuff. I yeah. enjoyed it. They had um, they had actually announced that match before the podcast before the came podcast out aired. when you said that he was injured. So, so yeah, I got I got. Uh, uh, I just really loved that. Um, that uh the promo they did the week before where dexter loomis is just like in the background just staring through the door just staring and that's it's like is he gonna do anything it's like no he's not gonna do he's anything not. that's the whole thing uh, it's great so what's going on on your end you got there's there's something going on there's a lot going on there is so uh the on. biggest controversy right now is the whole 
Twitch ban at WWE. Now explain that to me because I'm not I'm not a big third party streamer guy. Yeah. So so for those of you, especially those of you who are uh, love thy nerd aficionados, you will know that uh, one of the big things to come out of this pandemic for love thy nerd is that since they couldn't be going to conventions all the time, they started picking up streaming on Twitch. And what they would do is essentially they're playing video games or they're playing board games and they're doing it live for several hours at a time and people interact with them sometimes uh, like verbally over discord or just through the chat but uh it's it becomes a communal event and so you're watching along and you're chatting and razzing and you know all kinds of stuff through these games and becomes this kind of community thing well yeah what i've heard a lot of is that twitch is a community building based concept yeah it's it's that's where that's where twitch is going to take off it's definitely different than like live streaming on youtube it's this is a this is a uh you know that third party platform that you go for like long streams long long periods of time and that gives you that opportunity to build that that rapport with people and uh a lot of opportunity to get in so love thy nerd streams for at least two or three hours i think nearly every single day except sundays uh uh-huh. in one fashion or another and uh, that's something that you and i might get into uh with love thy nerd here next year as well, well we got some fun, fun ideas for streaming um but you know one of the earlier things that we saw with xavier woods several years ago was him bringing his gaming channel up up down down to the twitch uh well not to the twitch but to the wwe universe um and it became a phenomenon on twitch as the pandemic happened and wrestlers were no longer traveling they got a lot more downtime throughout the week and so people like aj styles people like cesaro uh, people like um, uh, uh, Adam Cole have started streaming on Twitch to uh, engage with their fans, engage with the community. They usually do cross streams with each other, uh, sort of like Up Up Down Down was doing as kind of a show mm. on YouTube. Uh, and it's become this this uh, this kind of extended branch of WWE. But WWE saw this specifically Vince McMahon. It's really only coming from Vince McMahon from all reports I've seen doesn't like the fact that they are using their personalities or even their wrestler names as this method of uh, the way he sees it is just earning money, which you can, which you do yeah. earn money through Twitch streams. Uh, and they want to either keep you from doing it or rewrite your contract to where any uh, revenue that you make from Twitch comes out of your like actual... Not salary, but whatever payments. Uh, their yeah, whole system contract. is messed up. Yeah, out of their contract. And, that sounds uh, like a very Vince McMahon. Yeah, like it sounds like the way a seventy-three-year-old man would handle that. <laughs> yeah, and so they, they, uh, all the Twitch streamers tried to convince Vince the other way. Because in fact, I think they've had two sit-down meetings with him, and both times it didn't go their way. Uh, I noticed on Raw this past week, Xavier. Uh, came out wearing an up up down down t-shirt underneath his new day mm, clothes yeah. uh page who is still under contract by wd but cannot wrestle this has become for her i guess the, this this is the most heartbreaking story because this has become her only outlet her only connection with fans yeah like she's really built a community uh, with these people she said you know i've broken my neck twice for this company and now they're taking this away from me, which is the only thing I can do. I'm not being used on television. I'm not being used for anything except maybe one gimmick event a year. And uh, 
So she's actually kind of vowed to just not stop. And so I don't know if that's going to come to a head at some point or if she'll get fired or what. But she she made the decision she's going to continue streaming despite the ban. Uh, as for the other guys, I have no idea. That seems like a like something that you could very easily fight until it comes time for your contract renewal. Yeah. It's like if your contract Maybe. doesn't say it, like I signed this contract, I'm locked into this contract, but once they go to renew your contract, you can be like, no, this isn't happening. And they're like, well, then we're not hiring you back. Yeah. And part of the way you think you're the only one that wants to wrestle in WWE. <laughs> part of the way they're trying to justify this is that it's an expenses issue. Uh, WWE is saying, you know, they're getting paid the same amount they, they normally do, but they're not on the road. Uh, so they're not having to pay for their, their rental cars or for hotels or for food on the road. So they have less expenses. And so they're going to be changing the contracts to make sure that they're not using their trademarked names or gimmicks or personalities to gain more money uh, for themselves. When, when you think about it, sure, that might be true now, but eventually... The Twitch thing is going to, I mean, not the, the, the pandemic is going to abate and people are going to start going back out on the road again. And one of the most notorious things about WWE is that their wrestlers are independent contractors, meaning they, they don't have to pay for like their plane ticket to get to point A, but then they have to pay for their rental car and their hotels for every stop that they make in that you know, district mm. of America, which is something that uh, Chris Jericho has come out and said that AEW does not do to their wrestlers. AEW does it just like it's a sports team. They pay, they pay for all the travel. Now, sometimes you're all traveling together on a bus, but you're still, it's paid for rooms are paid for all that. Uh, but yeah, WWE, they have to spend their own money to be in a place to perform that they're expected to be at, which has always been a questionable thing. And like Andrew Yang has gotten involved. Like that's the weirdest part (laughs) of all of 2020. Um, but he's right though. Like, I didn't want him to be president, but he needs to be on these negotiations. I disagree with you economically. I do agree with you on this. Um, Yeah, and what's so weird to me is that they don't try to justify it with like, hey, uh, we've been burned before by you using your images and likeness in other things that are not entirely family friendly. And we have to change the NXT women's title because of it, don't we, Paige? (laughs) And so... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I forgot all about that until just this moment. Oh, that was awful. That was an awful... Ooh, that was an it awful was, time. It was a really uh, <laughs> rough thing. But, like, that's, gosh, that, that's oh, where I would have gosh. taken the argument, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I would have made that argument because, I mean, yeah, that's... But Oh, that was so rough on her, too. The laughter wasn't... I'm not laughing at her. That It was just... That that caught me off guard, first of all. But, but that was such a good point. To, <laughs> to this this situation. Yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't. Oh, gosh. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward stuff. And we're but, not going to explain what we're talking about either. So if you don't know, you don't know. Uh, uh, 
I do have yeah. a couple little quick things. And I, okay. Sorry. Do you have more to say for that? Well, no, I was just, you know, I'm tw- out. Twitch, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of reading into Twitch because, uh, you know, like you said, we are looking at maybe doing some, some fun streams for us mm-hmm. uh, coming next year. Um, and it's really cool for the nerd community. And what's interesting to me is that, you know, in our first episode, we were we have been what I would rank a very successful podcast, very successful pilot. Yeah. Um, and we are a community of nerds, so it makes sense. But do you ever feel like wrestling nerds are the nerds of nerd culture? <laughs> like we're, it's like we're still the nerds that are ashamed of who we are. You know what I mean? I, I will admit that um, when. When I first joined the Love Thy Nerd community, the the nerdiest thing about me was, you know, the wrestler, the wrestling um, connection. And so I had a lot of wrestling memes. It was around WrestleMania time, I think. It was either WrestleMania or, uh, or, or SummerSlam. But uh, I was posting all these memes, and I remember, like, receiving comments. Is wrestling really considered nerdy? And I'm like... I didn't respond because I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe I don't belong here. It's so nerdy, isn't it? (laughs) But they stood up for it. And then when they launched their Discord, uh, they had a specific stream for pro wrestling. But still at the same time, sometimes that stream kind of feels like the outsider. Yeah. (laughs) It's like what happens is is you're in a room and it's like somebody mentions like Brock Lesnar and you're like, well, are you a, are you a UFC fan or are you a WWE? Yeah. (laughs) The other guy's like, I'm a, I'm a WWE fan. We're like, Oh, me too. (laughs) And then everybody kind of comes out of the woodwork. And so, um, we're the nerdiest of the nerds. I think I'm going to claim that. Um, we're the nerdiest of the nerds, but we're going to stand strong for this. So, uh, other news this uh that's kind of recently happened the famous group which is uh the terrible name for a company the famous group came out with or is the company behind the thunderdome oh okay so they're the company that has designed the thunderdome uh i think they're even running the thunderdome behind the scenes okay yeah they're running all the behind the scenes thing and a picture recently was oh, okay uh, this is one of the things out. i was going to bring up Oh, one of the things you were going to bring up. Go for it. Great great minds think alike, (laughs) don't we, Matt? Uh, That's why we're such a great tag team. (laughs) But uh, an image was released on their Twitter, and it it accidentally showed a list of banned images. Yeah, for the the screens behind the ring. Um, Banned people, essentially. (laughs) You can't really make out a lot, but people have looked at it, and they have have figured out this list of banned people. And uh, images include uh, AEW, so anything AEW, anything Impact Wrestling, anything New Japan, uh, Enzo Amore, And it, some of it's really specific, like Kenny Omega, John Moxley, and MJF. Now I get John Moxley, <laughs> but like MJF, I had no idea they had a beef with him. Other than like, <laughs> we don't want to show MJF. Uh, Tony Khan, who has been very outspoken against the WWE, of course, yeah. as has Cody Rhodes, as has uh, Brandy Rhodes, Marty Scroll. Can't show Marty no. Scroll on those. Uh, the Young Bucks. Yeah. CM Punk. Ooh. CM Punk was on that list. I didn't know he was on that list. Yeah, um, mm. which I think is weird because 
he works for the WWE, doesn't he? I Does don't he s- think so anymore. Not I think anymore. Fox, I think Fox back or the WWE backstage thing ended, and I think he was done. After He's that. just done with it. Yeah. Uh, Chris Benoit, Jim Cornette, Chris uh, Benoit, Chris Benoit. I can't I guess show just him anymore. Images of him. Well, so for the <laughs> longest time. They wouldn't release anything. Well, yeah, I remember that, that but I, but I mean, most of these people are like actual people, and so yeah. I would assume that that meant you can't have them on the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I think what happened, but what did happen, and we actually talked about this. We 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 recorded a pilot episode that nobody ever heard, um, just kind of a test episode, and we did talk about the Thunderdome, yeah, and how we wondered how long it was going to take before people started like showing their butts, right. <laughs> And do you know how long it took? How long? Took one week for somebody to show up in a clan costume. <laughs> uh, and then one one person just held up a picture of Chris Benoit. Oh, I remember and that. So now, now okay, you have yeah. now you have all of this. Yeah. Um Ashley Masario, who was a Diva Search winner, hmm. she won Diva Search and I believe that she passed away. Um Superstar Billy Graham. Why? Can't show superstar Billy Graham. I don't know. Probably because of his weird ab muscles. <laughs> Ever seen his abs? He had those steroid abs where like his intestines pushed all of his muscles out. Huh. And it was just, it was like, it was like a fat guy with, with abs with on abs. top of the belly. <laughs> uh, Vicky Guerrero, who I guess she works for AEW She's on AEW now. now, yeah. Even comes out to the same excuse me yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, Alberto El Patron. Which is uh, Del Rio, right? El- Alberto yeah. Del Rio and Ryback. And Ryback. then the weird ones. The weirdest thing on this list is the last three I have. The flag of Hong Kong, the flag of Taiwan, and the flag of Tibet. You cannot show any of those uh, on the AEW Thunderdome. Huh. And I would love to know why. <laughs> that that's a political thing. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it has something. But, like, they... They go to Japan. They go to China. Don't they go to China? Yeah, but Tibet's trying to be free, isn't it? And, like, China doesn't recognize Tibet, and that was, like, the whole debacle with the NBA. Maybe. Is that one of the NBA players said free or tweeted free Tibet and then caused this whole uproar? I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Um, But, yeah, you really have had (laughs) – and, like – but, yeah, it took, took like, one week, and there were guys (laughs) throwing up like you know uh hail hitlers and yeah. all this other stuff and it's like ah guys come on we <laughs> had this for 10 minutes you can't have nice things around here you guys <laughs> uh <laughs> what's funny uh the young bucks took their pictures yeah and made a t-shirt they have their pictures they're pixelized and it says banned over the top yeah because they're probably very proud <laughs> absolutely they're they very are. probably anybody in aew because aew's whole thing is like they're not going to come out and say it but they you know their whole thing is we just want to run a or wwe out of business <laughs> like i wouldn't be surprised if if they did run wwe out of business and then tony khan was like all right i'm done we're done that was fun was wrestling's movie. over <laughs> I got a couple more quick things. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, uh, Matt Riddle has fallen into the the uh, one name category. Oh my gosh! Uh, and there are there. <laughs> I've seen six articles about it. It's like <laughs> he's now just Riddle. But here's why. Do you know why? Uh, I'll let you explain. Okay. But I do know why. I love the reason why. So the reason why is because WWE did not want people to look up 
the name, search the name Matt Riddle, because it'll bring up these these uh, I think mostly debunked now um, accusations of you know sexual inappropriateness with somebody. Um, like he he, I'm pretty sure he was able to fairly disprove them. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep putting him on TV. But <clears throat> what's stupid about it is. If you're just searching Riddle on the internet, you don't get anything related to Matt Riddle. You get riddles. You get riddles. And so you'd have to type Riddle WWE, and guess what comes up then? All the same stuff you're trying <laughs> not to get to search for. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> so uh, it's, it's it's dumb, and I don't. I think it's a weaker name. Uh, this is another one of those. <laughs> this is how a 73 year old man handles this situation. Exactly. He knows we nothing know about Google works. Google searches work. Um, oh. Yeah, and I've I've hated because they did it to. Uh, I thought they were going to do it to Alistair Black one time. Yeah, because uh, they took a long time saying his name, but they did it to uh, <laughs> Mustafa Cien, Ali. Mustafa Ali, which they gave him his name back. They did. Uh, Cian Almas. Yeah, they took they took that away. Um, who Andrade, else did they? didn't they? Um, yeah, it was Andrade. Uh, it was Andrade Cian Almas, and they took his last name away. It's oh just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just I don't uh, whatever. It's, yeah, it's it's happened enough times that it's become a eye roll every time it happens. But again. I've seen so many articles that were like Matt Riddle goes through name change, and I'm like, what is it? Butts McFinsky? <laughs> like they made it sound like there was something way right. out there. <laughs> like what's his name gonna be? The Storm Stopper? Like I. Uh, like, but he's just going by riddle now. Apparently, he's fine with it. So, whatever. I'd have to be. He's. <laughs> Never mind. The other thing I have though is from Raw this past week. Our truth just continues to be a I national mean, treasure. A national treasure. He had a match with uh, Bobby Lashley, and he didn't want to wrestle it at first. And he's just like, "Bob, we don't got to fight." And he just lies down. So just pin me. Just pin me, Bobby. Now get up. I want to put you in the holy like, Bobby, we ain't gotta do that. Just it was hilarious. Our truth, I just I At hope this, they, I hope he stays doing this whole gimmick with the twenty four seven champion for the rest of his career, if he's happy with it anyway, because I'm happy with it. Um who was it? I wanna I wanna say it was like Colt Cabana. Or somebody came out and was like, they should just rename it the R-Truth title because Absolutely. it's perfect. It's his title. He's had it 48 times, I think. He's a 48-time yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point, they're just like, R-Truth gets to do something. <laughs> you know how – so there's always the rumors about like in Scrubs when they were writing for the janitor and they would just like write a scene and in it they would just say, janitor says something funny. Yeah. I think that's how they write shows now. It's like, okay, we're going to have this match and this match and our truths going to do something funny. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (sighs) Beautiful. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this has been a very interesting two weeks. The Mm -hmm. steak dinner happened with, uh, Oh gosh. Yes. MJF and Jericho. That weird, weird Broadway musical yeah. that they did. And then they're like one-upping each other by ordering it. Like MJF ordered his steak well done, and I went, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that sounds like an MJF thing. Yeah. I, be- I believe it. A terrible human being. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, 
AEW really proving with MJF that they're going to handle more of the attitude era, bringing that back stuff. Yeah. Um, because my favorite line from from one of the from from whatever the last AEW that I watched was, uh, MJF goes, "Hey, Sammy Guevara, who he's always giving crap to." He's like, hey, uh, you know, I, I saw your your thing with with uh, with Matt Hardy, and uh, I just want to give you some tips. You know, uh, you know, attacking him that was really cool, but I had some tips for your promo. Uh, don't do one because you're bad at him. <laughs> and Sammy Guevara, uh, who is jacked when he's not standing next to jacked people, yeah, was just like he's like kind of gets up in his face, and MJF goes, oh, what. The guy who looks like he sells Adderall to middle schoolers is getting mad. <laughs> I'm like, you can't say that on WWE. Not at all. Not anymore. Not even kind of. <laughs> Meanwhile, WWE is pulling back the Attitude Era, cur- uh, uh, well, that era, via WCW with a guitar on a pole match <laughs> this past Raw. Yeah. Like, really? This is where we're going. This is the, we're, 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 we're going backwards. I have to wonder how much they spend on Elias's guitars because those Fender acoustics aren't, I mean, they're not they, expensive, but, but they're they not cheap. cheap. They ain't break one of them every week cheap. That's a, that's a, that's a three, $400 guitar. <laughs> and um, does Elias have to pay for those out of his own salary? Yeah. Independent on, you want to smash guitars? <laughs> you got to buy them. And he's just got a whole bunch of guitars. Um, yeah, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to play a little game. Whoop, whoop. Stay here. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the live 365 app and favorite LTN radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Back to the Two Words Podcast, right here exclusively on LTN Radio and the Love Thy Nerd Network of Podcasts. Now, it is election week. Um, at the time of this recording, we do not know the results and probably won't for another month. But <laughs> yeah, at the time of this airing, we probably don't know yeah, the results. <laughs> it's going to air on Friday and maybe we don't know. Um, <clears throat> maybe a giant meteor... It's America. Maybe Jesus returns before the election results are counted and we're all happy. Man, that'd be great. Well, not all of us. But it is election week and and we're going to get, we're not going to get political because that's just not what we're here for. We're here to be happy. (laughs) So in order to be happy and a little political, we we came up with a little game. Yeah. Um, I, I think a fun game because, you know, Wrestling has always been compared to politics. You know, I heard, I heard one guy say, you know, 
politics is just like wrestling because when you were younger, you believed it was two guys fighting each other that really hated each other. But then as you're older, you realize that all it is is just two guys who have a common goal and are working together to accomplish that goal, (laughs) however nefarious and deceptive (laughs) it is. And sometimes that the seems two like worlds. Commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so sometimes those worlds kind of kind of collide when it comes to things that have been said. So we're gonna play a little game. I mean, Donald Trump was a WWE superstar very briefly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. That's Long before true. any presidential aspirations occurred. That's so. true. <laughs> he was. He tackled Vince McMahon and he shaved, shaved Vince his McMahon's head. head. Yeah. So I'm ready for this game. So let's play this game. This game is going to be called Who Said It? Wrestlers or Politicians? We're going to <laughs> uh, give a quote from either a wrestler or a politician, and the other person has to guess who said it. Now, are we just guessing if a wrestler or a politician said it, or do we have to guess the person? Um, I have all the names of the people who said it, but don't. I'm not going to guess who said how about one point Any if we guess if it's a wrestler or a politician, and an extra I, point if we figure out who exactly? I could go for that. Let's do it. I could go for that. Right. So I'll go first. Okay. Matt, is this a wrestler or a politician? Uh, I'm going to try to say it as straight as possible. Yes, yeah. We're in space, and space is the place. Oh, clearly that's a wrestler, and that is Macho Man Randy Savage. Dang! <laughs> Got him. We're in space, and space is the place. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Some of these are a little obvious, and some of them I'm hoping. It's the rhyming that got it. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was. But I was hoping maybe you would think, like, okay, Space Force? I don't know. All right, so hit me with your first one. Oh, okay. Just for the record, first of all, it is uh, John's wife. That compiled my list because I didn't know we were doing this <laughs> in enough time. So some of these might be slightly inappropriate. We've already cut one from the game. We did have to cut so. one of them already. <laughs> but here's the first one. I have a wide stance. Wrestler or politician? Uh, I'm going to go politician. Correct. Do you remember and that was, was Donald J. Trump. No. <laughs> what? No, it wasn't? It's former Senator Larry Craig from... Uh, Oh, uh, Craig. Explaining his uh, arresting officer why he was playing footsie in a Minneapolis airport bathroom. Oh, remember that yeah. thing? Yeah. So I do remember thank you, that. Hillary, for putting this in here. <laughs> All right. Wrestler or politician, Matt. Some people said I was annoying, but now look how far we've come. Jeez, that's a good one. Uh, wrestler? It was a wrestler. As for who, I have no idea. I will guess Heath Slater. That was The Miz. Oh, well, yeah. I still think he's annoying. He is, but that's, that's part <laughs> that's of his part charm. Of his, that's part of his gimmick, and he does it well. Okay. If your goal isn't to be on top, then you don't deserve to be here. That crack. That is a good one. <laughs> um, I'm going to go wrestler, but I have no idea who said it. It is wrestler. Do you want to just throw out a guess? Um, uh, Triple H. No, Big E Langston. Big E Langston. The Big E. The Biggles. All um, right. 
Next up, uh, wrestler or politician. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. There are a lot of Irish politicians. <laughs> a lot of Irish wrestlers. But I'm going to say wrestler. That is wrong. No. That was Joe Biden. Really? Yeah. And now you can hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now and you he can... just essentially said every other Irish person is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But they're, uh, they can be just as smart and as talented as the white kids. So. <laughs> they are I mean, I don't, I've never met a, a black Irish person. I'm just going to throw that out there. But black I'm sure Irish they is exist, a term. But this could get really ugly really quick. I think it's 96% white in Ireland. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. I've now been to 57 states. I think one left to go. Oh, that is a politician. It is. <laughs> Can you tell me who? <laughs> it feels like it could be either Trump or Biden, but I'm going to go with Trump. <laughs> it was Barack Obama. It was Barack Obama? At a campaign event in Beaverton, Oregon, May 9th, 2008. He was, saying it, as a, he was saying it as a joke, was he? No, had to he, just, he just... <laughs> he just didn't know how many... Spoke. yeah. That's so weird <laughs> because Obama was very well-spoken. <laughs> All right. Uh. I've got news for everyone. Get over it. I think you're trying to trick me. I think that's a politician. That is a politician. And I feel like it might be Trey Gowdy. It was not Trey Gowdy. Oh, but that would have been <laughs> that would have been beautiful if it was. Who was it? Um, that was Mick Mulvaney, chief uh, of, White House chief of staff. Never would have gotten that. Okay. All right, all right. It is only after we've lost everything that we are free to do anything. Um. <laughs> that was that wasn't either one. That was a comic book character. <laughs> that was Thanos. I used um, the stones to destroy the stones. Um. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Man. They serve no purpose but <laughs> temptation. <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, politician. No, that was Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. <laughs> that was a hard one, though. That was a really hard one. Well, we're all tied up. Uh, I know my limitations. I know I'm not perfect. I know what I know, but more importantly, I know what I don't know. When I don't know something, I surround myself with people I can trust to teach me. Oh, jeez. Politician. That was Brock Lesnar. No, really? Yeah. That's really, more words than I've ever heard him say. <laughs> Never said that many words. Mark. And maybe, maybe all of the words he's ever said put together. <laughs> no, that's the entirety of his entire list of quotes. <laughs> all of his career. Okay, okay. I don't think that's the only thing he did in those pants. <laughs> I'm going to go, that was a wrestler? It was a wrestler. He's technically a politician, but he's at it in wrestling capacity. This was uh, Kane. That was Kane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't let you guess. You didn't let me guess. Take the, take the, take I can the get point. the point? Okay. I gave it to you. 
Kane, old mayor of <laughs> is it Knox? No, it's somewhere in Tennessee. It's a small, small area. I was about to say <laughs> Knoxville, but I know it's not Knoxville. Uh, All right, is this uh, your last one? This is the last one for okay. me. The beauty of me is that I'm very rich. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something Donald Trump would say, but I feel like it's got to be, I don't know, maybe Million Dollar Man. I'm going to say wrestler, Million Dollar Man. Wrong. Dang it. It was Trump. That was really? definitely Donald ah. Trump. So you were I, was, I, was, I, was, I, I read that and I was like, <laughs> he's going to guess Million Dollar Man. I know he's going to guess Ted DiBiase. All right, last one. Okay. I think you've answered some questions. Oh, sorry. I forgot to inflect. <clears throat> I think you've answered some questions, but not a whole lot of others. <laughs> I'm going to go politician. It is a politician. Okay. <laughs> Knowing that it's my wife, I'm going to guess Trey Gowdy. Nope. I actually picked this one. This was Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer. This is the one I replaced your wife's uh, very inappropriate one with. <laughs> Send that out as bonus content. No, we won't. Well, I hope you played along at home. Uh, let us know how well you did at, at, at LTN2. Nope. What is our what is at, our Twitter handle? At two words, Wrong. LTN. <laughs> two words, LTN. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And while you're there, give us a like, give us a follow, um, hit us up, let us know what you think <laughs> of the Two Words podcast. And scores? while you're doing that, we're gonna take a what's up? What were the scores? I don't even what know. What were the scores? Won. Oh, I won hand, soundly. Oh, um, five to three. Ah, oh, all right. I think I wasn't really doing a great job of keeping <laughs> score. If I'm being honest, but hopefully you were. If we're wrong. Tweeted out at us <laughs> with hashtag John was wrong at LT two words LTM. That's all we and need this election week is another miscounted thing <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> and while you're doing that, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna be talking about God and wrestling. Keep it here. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I've been a DJ on the side for a while now. Over the last couple years, it's become an honest-to-goodness business, and I've enjoyed growing in that capacity. Well, I was scheduled to do a wedding on Saturday, October 31st, Halloween, and, you know, I was all good to go, was prepared for that, and then a couple days before the ceremony, the bride hit me up and asked, could I get a mashup of the Michael Myers Halloween theme with Here Comes the Bride? And I didn't ask any questions. It's She's the bride. She gets what she wants. And so I engineered that together. You know, it starts out with like 20 or 30 seconds of the Halloween theme and then just kind of effortlessly blended right into Here Comes the Bride. I loved it. She loved it. 
So fast forward to the day of the wedding. And, you know, it's a big open field wedding and they put up some barn doors to kind of block her visibility. And, you know, I'm playing some like instrumental love songs before it's time for her to come down. And then all of a sudden when it's time, you know, the whole Michael Myers theme. And people are like just super confused. And then when they hear it like slide into the bridal march, they're like, what? Why? Are you, who? Why? And there are a lot of faces and expressions that easily said, this isn't how I would do it. Or I can't believe she's doing it this way. Or why would she want that? But the deal is, it's not about any of them. It's about the bride and what she wanted. And that really showed me and reminded me that a lot of times we want to give God what we want to give him instead of what he actually asks for. In Amos 5, verses 23 and 24, we see this. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps. Verse 24 says this, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. We tend to just want to give God songs and dollars and attendance, but God wants righteousness for our lives. It's his event. It's his universe. He gets to pick what gets played. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Road Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, head over to facebook.com slash faithandfandom, where you can learn more about our podcasts, Comic-Con ministry, memes, and our book series that has seven volumes out with more on the way. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. And welcome back to Two Words with John and Matt. Uh, now today, uh, keeping with our, our theme of using two words and breaking everything down, our two words today are wrestling faith. Now, I, if you look at wrestling, it really Christianity and faith and wrestling are opposites that somehow kind of come together. Uh, they, they, really, they really attract. And, you know, wrestling at its core is based out of violence, and let's face it, one of the more popular eras in wrestling came along with stone cold flipping metal fingers and chugging down cold ones and the Godfather being escorted to his ring by his locomotive of lustry ladies. <laughs> because I'm not allowed to use the term that he used because once again, it is a family show. But times have changed and... More and more wrestling, more and more wrestlers are proclaiming strong faith. Wrestling has become a more family-friendly product, um, and we've even seen a lot more, a uh, lot more guys expressing, you know, their faith in God more publicly. Um, so, where do you think we are with that? Do you think that a lot of these guys are? I guess first of all, the question is: Are a lot of these guys honest? I mean, are they are they really? living that faith out or are they just like yeah i believe in god this is pretty cool you know that's i i think we see a little bit of both in that area i think some of it has to be muted for people that are actively wrestling 
Uh, like we have AJ Styles. AJ Styles is a believer. He's made that firmly clear many, many times in his life, but always in interviews, always outside of character. Yeah. While in character, he's typically a heelish kind of uh, jerk bag. You know, he's he's he's. he's, he's <laughs> I hate you. God bless. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think that might even be a purposeful thing: is that they don't want to display um, their their faith in character on the TV show at one point, knowing that one day they'll be a heel and they don't want to uh, connect yeah. their, their heel character with, you know, their faith and say, oh, okay, well, yeah, all Christians are jerk bags. And I'm not trying to, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying to call anybody out. There's no, 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 nobody no, no. That's I'm just, me. I'm just saying, I'm saying yeah. that that's, that's probably why if anyone would think that, that, that could be what explains it because we do see it's typically, uh, more readily apparent with people who have retired. Yeah. Uh, with, with maybe the notable exception of Shawn Michaels. Because Shawn Michaels, I still remember, like, the first night he came back, uh, he didn't have any wrestling gear or anything uh, with his name on it anymore. He came out and he was wearing a shirt that said Saved One on it, which is a shirt that you can buy, you could buy at, you know, your Christian bookstore when they yeah. existed back then. And... I was like, saved one. What does that mean for him? <laughs> and so does it became mean, an yeah. obsession for me. Is he a believer now? He was yeah. not a believer before. He was in Generation X. He was in he was in Playgirl magazine. But what was so <laughs> fun about that situation was like Shawn Michaels came back and they were able to take it seriously for him. Exactly. But they were also able to make jokes about it. I mean, I remember there was a there was a moment when DX reunited, mm-hmm. and they were they were like out in the out in the parking lot getting hot dogs or something. And I, I don't even remember who came over. It was one of the women one of the women in the women's division. No, I don't um, think it was a. I think it was a extra. Uh, uh, oh, it was uh, just an extra. Not a person. Not oh. a person on the roster. She didn't have many clothes on. I, I do remember that. And Sean was uh, Triple H was like, "Oh, hey, Sean." Uh, is that Mr. Fuji? And like Shawn Michaels goes, Oh, Mr. Fuji. And he like runs, runs off over, screen. Yeah. And then they do their bit and it was, it was whatever it was. And so their inappropriate thing. And then but, he came back. Mr. Fuji wasn't over there. Sorry. But it was, <laughs> you know, it's so much fun to be able to joke about these sorts of things because, you know, we're Christians. We're, we're funny. We like to, ha- we like wrestling. We like to have fun. Uh, and we don't want to be seen as like these, these stuck up guys. Yeah. One, Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that that does play into what I was talking about with AJ Styles is that, you know, HBK came back and he was adamant about displaying that faith. You know, he had, you know, crosses all over his outfits and, and uh, you know, continually made reference to it. He, you know, tag team with God in that wrestling match against Vince and Shane, which was ridiculous. How do you feel about that? <laughs> we, we talked about that a, a long time ago on the Back Row Baptist podcast. Um, I think it was Vince being Vince and uh, – I, I wish they'd have gone about it a different way, um, but. Eh. But I also think that if, like, at any point, Shawn Michaels had been offended by it, I think Vince McMahon would have been like, "Yeah, okay, we'll scrap it." Right. What I what I do believe is that they made it clear that Vince and Shane were just uh, egging them on. Yeah, were just you know terrible, uh, uh, obnoxiously pompous people. Yeah, and. You know, they they never they never made God, quote unquote, or Shawn Michaels look uh, bad or or um, 
uh, I don't know what the what the right phrase is, but they never casted them in a negative light. Yeah, it was it was always look how terrible these people are. <laughs> these people are demons, kind of you know, in, yeah. in human flesh. That's how they presented it, and so I think that might be why they got away with that. But see, that was that dilemma that came up is that he came back with the the very expressed Christian faith, and then well, we want to reunite DX. Well, DX was the most controversial thing we ever did in that period of time. Uh, and it was very much not PG rated. And so, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They, they, made, they made little little allowances for any time something inappropriate was supposed to happen. For, and they were always for jokes. But any time anything inappropriate like that was supposed to happen, there was always something that caused Sean to have to leave the Go scene and not be a part of it. And therefore, he didn't actually compromise any of his, of his values or, or anything that they could never connect. Oh, look at that versus uh, what he said back then. Well, now he's in this and did this here with DX. And that's a terrible representation for Christians, even with the DX catchphrase, which are the two words that we don't say here on the show. This is the only two words, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> he never says them. They always go out and he says, we yep. got two words for you. And then he throws the microphone up in the air and the crowd says them. He sure. never says them. That feels like a, like a loophole. <laughs> it is a loophole. It feels like, <laughs> it's like, be like, I didn't do it. Um, but no, and Shawn Michaels, you know, uh, has done a very good job of, of, of showing that, that he is very serious about it. Um, and it's not just like lower level guys. That's, I think what I love the most is, you know, it's Shawn Michaels. It's, uh, Sting. Lex Luger. It's Sting. Lex Luger, yeah. It's the undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, million dollar man, million dollar man. Um, you know, and, and, and well, undertaker, have- undertaker, undertaker doesn't really verbalize that outwardly. Yeah. As much as like the others have. As much as maybe his wife does, though. As, yeah, his wife very much does. Undertaker is just always like every now and then he's caught in a picture at church. <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, but I think that also might be because up until this year, he's kept that mystique of his character. Like he doesn't go uh, out of kayfabe. You know, he's always in character up until the documentary this year. And then he started breaking that. Yeah, and so now I think he might be, as time goes on, a little bit more willing to eventually discuss those things. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, still very interesting. And you know, with <laughs> I think it, it, what's fun is like the concept of these guys getting involved in their church. Like, what if what if the Undertaker was a deacon? Like, how much fun would that be? And would he have to do it? as the undertaker <laughs> like i'm not talking about mark calloway passing out the offering i'm talking about you know the undertaker showing up at a funeral and choke slamming the body into a casket <laughs> let's do that let's do let's do a oh hashtag a hashtag party are those still are those still popular those on are, twitter they might be well we're gonna try to make them popular again let's throw out uh on twitter at two words ltn um, do hashtag Deacon Taker and give us what you think the scenario, your favorite scenario with brother Deacon Undertaker would be. Um, and we, maybe if we get enough, we can read them on the next podcast uh, and have, have some fun. Maybe we turn it into a video series. Oh I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing, we sell the rights to Universal. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It becomes a thing. It becomes a it thing. It becomes a fun thing. Um, but you know, you, you have, 
you have other guys like like Otis now and uh, <laughs> and Montez Ford and his wife Bianca Belair and you have uh, referee Dave Wirtz and all these guys. I forgot about Montez Ford. Yeah, yeah, Montez yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. Um, who I'm a little upset was taken off of cameo. No, he's not taken off a of cameo just yet because of the third party stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing. Twitch and cameo were both because I really wanted to, to pay a bunch of wrestlers to do spots for our show. <laughs> and I thought that would have been a fun way to do it. Um, but, but getting back to that, you know, what is also kind of interesting about wrestlers and their journey to Christianity is a lot of guys come from it, uh, from a place of recovery, you know, they, they get into wrestling and especially in the eighties and nineties, this was a business of uh, a lot of drugs and alcohol and they're running around, um, in a different city every night. And, uh, you know, you, you've got, um, the, the bad prescription, you've got a locomotive of lustry women <laughs> and they're out there. You have a steam powered public transport of, of <laughs> scantily, scantily clad ladies of the evening. A lady of the night. <laughs> Um, you know, you got guys like, like Lex Luger and Shawn Michaels and, you know, Matt, you're more the expert on recovery than I am. What do you think that's all about? How do you think that's affected their journey? Well, I mean, it is, it is like, like you said, it is, it is something that kind of comes with a lifestyle. And unfortunately I think we're seeing that more and more pretty much in every area of life these days is, is, uh, addictive tendencies are easier and easier to fall into because there's less and less stigma attached to them like negatively as time goes on like more and more people are okay with you know casually drinking all the time to the point where there's no responsibility more and more people are okay with with drug use it's it's the the destigmatization of people who have uh, addictive problems with these things is also kind of having a slightly negative effect of it's also okay to have a problem with these things is a belief that's it's almost cool to have it's almost cool yeah and while when you're in a situation like wwe where you're traveling a lot and probably hurting a lot i know some of the bigger uh addiction problems tend to be painkillers yeah uh with wrestlers um and it's, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to not be exposed to something like that in this kind of situation. And so to see someone like Shawn Michaels who, you know, that's the main reason he quit. I mean, that's the main reason he retired is he was struggling so much. And I remember uh, WWE did a really great documentary on him where he actually shared all about his addiction, all about his faith journey and all that, which I was really surprised that WWE put this out as just it was a blatantly uh religious faith recovery journey uh which at the time they weren't really into and it was it was a it was a tale he told he told about how he got to a point where he was so uh i think it was drunk it might have been high on the painkillers i can't remember exactly which of the vices it was but he was he was so high at some point that he he realized his children were noticing mm and he said once once he realized his kids noticed that's when he started to feel that that overwhelming sense of guilt that he had to get it fixed yeah and it was that that influx of faith in his life that kind of gave him the ability to lean more on god's strength than on his own strength because on his own strength he wasn't able to kick it 
And so it wasn't until he invested his life in that faith journey and surrounded himself with people that were there trying to keep him accountable that he got better enough to eventually get back into the business. And from all we can tell, has not relapsed, has not had a problem with it since, Yeah, uh, has stayed on straight and narrow. Meanwhile, and I'm not trying to shame him at all, but we have Scott Hall, who also left wrestling because of alcoholism or another problem and goes to rehab and seems to kick it. And then it keeps coming. It becomes a recurring thing. Yeah. It, the, and I'm not saying this is, this is, uh, this is concrete across the board at all, but I have seen personally with my own eyes that if the faith aspect, the higher power aspect does have, uh, an extra boost when it comes to overcoming addictions, uh, not just going through a, like a rehabilitation period and trying to stay clean for a number of days to where maybe you'll detox from it, but it's a mental change. You know, it's, it's a, it's a spiritual change. Yeah. Um, well, but as for why to, they get back into wrestling, <laughs> I don't know. You, you have to, you have to, yeah. And this is, I guess we're talking about recovery now. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've ta- I talked to a counselor one time and they said the, the only way to, kick a habit to really start that journey of recovery um you have to make a decision to do that for yourself and you have to have a purpose you can't do it you can't say oh i'm doing this for my kids or i'm doing it for my wife or i'm doing it for this like no i have to do it for me and and i think a lot of times the intervention of god can really give you that purpose and say i want to make me better so that I can serve God better. So I can do something with this life as opposed to letting it waste away. And, and <clears throat> he is very open about it. Shawn Michaels is very open about it in his book, uh, in that documentary, in his book, Wrestling His book, My yeah, Faith. I still need to read that. Yeah. Um, I've read like half of it, which is kind of what I do with books. That's anymore. the most book you've ever read. That's the most book I've ever read. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, he even talks about, you know, his, uh, his match with stone cold at WrestleMania 14. It's like, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. It's like, I was so high the entire time. I have no idea what happened. He goes, and it's a shame because that was probably one of the best matches of my career. Um, and that was the one where he, that was when he was gone at that point. Right. He had, he had just come back, I think, or no, he was, I think he was, yeah, he was about to leave. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was the, it was the next night after that where triple H came smile. out, triple H came out and basically, Showcase the new DX. Something wasn't like that, it? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. Which didn't involve Sean. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, a, f- a fun fun list that I have is wrestlers who are ordained. Oh, okay. Um, uh, who do you think is the weirdest one on the list? I don't know the list. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to I mean, start. If you had to guess, I mean, just like, <laughs> if I had who to would pull be the out weirdest, weird person, weirdest, weirdest person, person you could imagine was ordained? Uh, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I would love. No, I wouldn't, because that's a cult. That's a cult that's wedding. A, that's a that's a Kool Aid drinking death cult. Um, uh, wrestlers who are ordained, honky tonk man. Okay. Okay. Um, see that. Connor from the Ascension. Really? Yeah. So a lot of these guys get uh, they're they're technically ordained through the Universal Life Church, uh-huh. which for those of you who don't know is basically you go online, you fill out a piece of paper, you fill out a form, and they send you an email that says you can marry your friends. Um, but and that's what most of these guys have done. But Connor, uh, 
he did he did it through the Universal Life Church, but he has you know said that he has actual um, religious actual aspirations. <laughs> However, he can't stop doing drugs, and so we're not really sure where we land on that one. I mean, um, I mean that's not a that's not a that's not a uh, disqualifier from faith no, it at is all. not. But you have to, I feel like you need to stop doing drugs <laughs> before you're marrying people to really get into <laughs> really get into. You know that, but ordained activities. I guess. I guess to each their own. Uh, <laughs> Tully Blanchard. Okay. He runs a print, he runs a prison ministry called Ring of Truth. Nice. Um, uh, Ted DiBiase. I think that's an obvious. I believe one. that one. Yeah. Of um, he got he got out of wrestling and said, "I need to I need to do this. This is what I'm this is what I'm being called to do." Uh, Nikita and Ivan Karloff. Can you imagine showing up to their church? Really, <laughs> the Karloff brothers. Wow. Okay. Um, the most surprising one okay. to me, The Rock. The Rock is ordained? The Rock got ordained. No, okay, I believe that, the, yeah. The Rock got ordained to marry uh, like a YouTube personality. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I, I believe. That's, that's the only scenario I would have believed. <laughs> but he, he also has kind of come out and said, you know, there's really one reason I'm as successful as I am, and that's God. Yeah, he has, been, he has been like surface level athlete uh, pointing to the sky kind of. Uh, yeah. believer that's that's it <laughs> gives, a, gives a thumbs up saying, to jesus yeah, just, during just, his uh <laughs> during his hall of fame speech um yeah but yeah uh, that's so, pretty cool okay. you know i guess what we're trying to say is you can be a christian and you can be a wrestling fan and you don't have to be <laughs> conflicted about either one of them uh it's it's it shouldn't be a problem because at the end of the day they all love each other anyway uh yeah absolutely and then my favorite. Just I can't. We can't do this topic without me mentioning my favorite connection. Hit me. Our buddy Josiah Williams. Josiah Williams. Josiah Williams is he's the like the on what is it uh, the social media guy for NXT. Yeah. But he's also the guy you might remember came out rapping a a remix version of Adam Cole's theme song a couple years ago at a takeover event. Oh. Which was it was beautiful. Um, he's he has been oh, okay. Well, he's the guy behind Wrestling Flow as well. I'm sure you, if you're a wrestling fan, you have caught that on YouTube. The rap remixes of wrestling intros. And if you haven't, go check go it out do right it now. now. Stop listening awesome. to this podcast. You can finish it later. <laughs> but Josiah Williams, probably the the only the only person that I'm aware of that is not an active wrestler who's had a dream of working for WWE his entire life and got to go do it. Like he's, I don't think he's ever wanted to be an actual wrestler. I don't think he's ever had that aspiration, but he wanted to be a part of it, and he got to go be a part of it. And he got furloughed, and now he's back, and so they didn't fire him either. I mean, he's, just, he's a fantastic personality. He does all these kind of cool behind-the-scenes things with NXT wrestlers. Uh, yeah. I mean, go check him out. Um, and especially check out uh, his his album, The True Gold. True Gold is really good. He just which came out with a, a new one also. Which is a... Uh, but uh, the True Gold specifically... Is a wrestling Christian rap pop theme, or yeah. rap theme. Pretty, mu- pretty much every song is wrestling It's like themed. everything we love. And like Teddy Long's... <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Long, Long did a spot for it. <laughs> he did a little. Um, Josh Matthews there. did yeah. a spot for it. So uh, <laughs> I'll listen to it when I work out. It's it's a ama- well, I mean, 
when I, I guess if, if I worked you work out, out. Um, <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah, definitely go check out Josiah Williams. But use use him use him during the breaks of this podcast. This, he's he's awesome. I'll I'll listen to him. I'm gonna try and throw in a Josiah song every show on the radio station on LTN Radio. If you're listening on LTN Radio, you get music in between these segments. I'm gonna try and throw a, a Josiah Williams song every time we're on. You think we could get him on? I, I would hope so. Eventually, we got connections. I bet. I mean, we talk. We talk. He did spots for for Back Row Radio back in the day. We we talk back in the day, which was two months ago, um, <laughs> when we were Back Row Radio <laughs> instead of LTN Radio. Um, but uh, it's just ooh, that we need to talk to. Uh, I know we need to talk to Otis. We need to talk to Otis. We need to talk to Montez. Montez Ford, Ford absolutely. I doubt we'll get any of the big names. I doubt we'll get the heavy hitters. I don't I'm think we'll get Sting, but we'll try. But you'll them. ask. We'll try. <laughs> I'll tweet. They got to be willing to do it for free. If everybody here <laughs> tweets out to Sting and Shawn Michaels, hey, um, be on Two Words Podcast. Hey, be on Two Words Podcast. It's the biggest <laughs> podcast ever, and they won't know. They won't know that it's not. <laughs> They're not up on these. Things. They're not up on podcasts. They don't got the smoke. Sting. <laughs> I would love that. Um, well, we've had some fun. Uh, it's been a good time talking about God, talking about uh, wrestling. It's just the two things that Matt and I do. This is our lives. It's Weekly, God yeah. and wrestling. We're in ministry. We're in wrestling. We we just have way too much fun. Um, uh, but we thank you guys for tuning in. And be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. Uh, there's some amazing articles about all things nerdy, uh, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and all of the other podcasts and videos. Um, and if you'd like to directly support this mission, which is such a cool mission, I mean, loving nerds. <laughs> who doesn't, who doesn't want to do that? Like uh, every girl in my high school. Every, <laughs> everyone ever, 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 ever. They don't... They don't want to love us. Um, but if you'd like to directly support this mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd and even LTN Radio specifically, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Because who likes paying taxes on stuff? <laughs> And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you. And if you'd love to come by Highland Baptist Church and give Matt and I cash <laughs> in Globus, New Mexico, we're, we're here as well. Um, so giving on all fronts. Uh, if you like us, give money to us. <laughs> but follow us on all socials at two words ltn and at love thy nerd um, and that's across all social media platforms so no matter what you're scrolling you can find us <laughs> um uh, and uh you know we're, we're gonna keep bringing you these podcasts um throughout the rest of this year and then we're gonna hit the ground running with some really fun stuff in january um and we're gonna make this the greatest wrestling podcast <laughs> in the history of wrestling podcast uh but until then oh, my, hold nope, on. by nope, the way hit me with it we're, we're now streaming on spotify 
Oh, yes. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the new Amazon Podcasts. You can find two words on all those places. Go subscribe. Rate five stars and say, uh, I'd powerbomb my grandmother. This is better than anything Joe Rogan does. <laughs> I'd powerbomb my grandmother Probably. to listen to a new episode. If... <laughs> If you leave a if you leave a review that says I will powerbomb my grandmother for this podcast, uh, I will make a custom T-shirt and send it to you. I, you can't. That's has a lot of a, money. Has to be a five. I'll if do you're it, the I'll, first person to do that, out of my own, yeah, no, first, first person. person to do it. Um, I will pay out of pocket to do it. All I'll right. make it happen. Um, if you send me a video of you powerbombing your grandmother. <laughs> Not just saying you would, but actually doing it. Proof is in the concept, bro. Um, if you send me a video of you powerbombing your grandmother or anybody's grandmother, really, as long as it's not mine or Matt's. Um, Let your yeses be yeses, guys. Uh, we'll, well, I don't know. We'll do something really, really awesome for you. Like pay your bail. <laughs> when uh, local guy kills grandmother. <laughs> to impress two podcast hosts. To win a t-shirt. <laughs> that have eight followers. Oh, goodness. It's going to be great. Let's get those numbers up, baby. Uh, un- <laughs> but uh, until all that happens, until then, my name's John. His name is Matt. And if you're not down with that, well, we got two words for you. Good.